What a presence of the living God. What a presence of the living God. Hallelujah. Greetings to everybody in the name of Jesus. Amen. We bring you greetings from uh, Den Haag. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm traveling with the woman who dressed me this evening. Amen. Amen. Give up for my wife. Just give a hand. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Farai for, and Pastor Busi for inviting us to come here. Hallelujah. Amen. This place is our second home. It refreshes us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, Pastor Sam, thank you so much. We enjoyed the, the, the ministry. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Let's put up our hands for what you have. The rest of pastors and leaders here, we want to thank you. Hallelujah. And you yourself who attended this meeting. May God bless you as we go ahead. Amen. Amen. Give yourself a hand. Amen. Amen. The book of Isaiah, chapter number 40, verse number 31, is where I'll take my text um, tonight. Isaiah, chapter number 30, verse 40, verse number 31, is our theme scripture. That's where I will swing from, and uh, we'll see what the Lord will say for us tonight. If you're there, say yes. yes. Or some of us, by now, you can memorize it, and you can just regurgitate it. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. First Samuel chapter 30, verse number 4. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept. Until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives. Ainoam, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for a word which is always anointed forever settled in the heavens. Amen. May it be settled in our lives today as it comes with great clarity, authority, and power in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The mystery of waiting upon the Lord, subtitle, renewing your strength. Amen. Renewing your strength. Amen. As I have walked with God, I was just reflecting when I came into this meeting, I've realized that I have been walking with God for close to 20 years now for close to 20 years now. And I realized that I'm no longer as young as I think I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And I began to realize that there were many people that we started this walk with that are no longer in the walk. Some have turned their backs from the Lord. Some have backslidden. Some have quit the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. I also have been receiving a lot of news in the past two weeks about fellow pastors that I have known. And I have realized that many of them are no longer in the ministry, let alone in the faith. And it hit me so strong that it is important for our strength to be renewed. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Remember that particular time Jesus turned around when he's just about to, to be crucified. He turned around to Peter and he said, Peter, Peter, the devil has desired to sift you as wheat. 
In other words, Jesus is saying to Peter, Peter, Satan has you on your prog- has you on his program. Mm. On his agenda, your name is there. But guess what did he say? He says, I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And when you are converted, strengthen the brethren. Somebody say, Pastor is talking to you. So in our walk of faith, there are discouragements that will come. There are satanic attacks that will be channeled against our lives. And it is important from time to time for our strength to be renewed. Amen. That's why the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn to your neighbor say neighbor. Neighbor. 20 years down the line, I will still be in the faith. Say, neighbor, if you miss me in heaven, you will not be in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because the Lord will renew my strength. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to say something to you. Satanic attacks are real. They are very, very real. A while ago, some time ago, I was in college. I was doing my final year in college. I was doing my final year in college, and I uh, and uh, I was praying as I was kneeling down. A voice then spoke in King James language, and this is what it said: "Thou shalt fail, and surely repeat your part four." <laughs> Hallelujah! I stood up from where I was praying. I looked around and realized there was no one. Hallelujah. But a voice had spoken. It was in King James language. Hallelujah. A satanic what? Voice. Hallelujah. But immediately I was able to sense this was not God. Though the speech was from King James Bible. No, 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 no. This was the devil himself had visited me in my room. At that particular time, my project was not working out well. In fact, others were now in chapter 4, chapter 5. I was still to complete chapter 1, please. <laughs> chapter 1. Yeah. And meanwhile, we were just three months from completing our final year. I stood up from where I was and I prayed. I went to church and I simply said, Devil, I want you to know, I'm going on a preaching rampage. Mm. Hallelujah. For a whole week, I traveled 600 kilometers away to preach in the revival. Hallelujah. Yeah. When I came back, the rest was history. What was amazing was that, come graduation day, I received the shock of our life. Mm. They offered me the vibe, what they call the vice chancellor's uh, best project award. Yeah. Everybody in class was shocked. They said, what, you? <laughs> but guess what had happened? We had managed to get my strength renewed. Yeah. I see the same story becoming part of your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever the enemy has said over you will come to nothing. Amen. Therefore, it is important, ladies and gentlemen, for us to continue our work with God and our strength to be renewed from time to time. Now, when you read in the Bible, there are two incidences where we see people who were fainting in their work with God. Number one, we see it in the book of Luke, chapter number 24, verse 11 to verse number 25. Two, Luke 24, verse 11 to verse number 25. Two men are on their way to a mouse. And while they are on their way to a mouse, they begin to speak. They are talking about how Jesus had died. They are talking about how their hopes had been dashed. 
They expected Jesus to establish an earthly kingdom, but he had died. Some had brought in results and news simply saying that he is not there in the grave. They were worried and there was so much in discouragement. What they expected Jesus to do was not what he had done. Yeah. Their strength was failing. The place where Jesus had told them to remain, which was Jerusalem, they are already walking away from it. Mm. They are on their way to him house. But Jesus appeared to them. And when he appeared to them, guess what did he do? He renewed their strength. Tonight, your strength will be renewed in the name of Jesus. I said your strength will be renewed in the name of Jesus. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter number 30, David has gone somewhere. He comes back to his camp. It is called Ziklag. When he gets there, there are Amalekites who have been on rampage. They have looted everything. Hallelujah. All the wives are gone. All the cattle are gone. Now, can I digress a little bit? One of the things you realize about God is God is a God of mercy. This guy called David, hey, he loved women. (laughs) Women. David, he loved women. Even the story of Goliath, there was one thing that was motivating him. He simply asked, what shall be given to the man? <laughs> Who would defeat this giant? <laughs> Hallelujah. And he was told the king will give him a daughter. He said, is that so? Can you confirm it? Is it in writing? Goliath will fall tonight. Hey! Hallelujah. Why? Because he loved women. Now at this particular time, he just then realized that his women are gone. And the other guys' women are also gone too. And the Bible says they wept until they had no more strength to weep. Scripture goes on to simply say that they even thought of stoning him. But the Bible says in the midst of it all, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Can I speak to somebody tonight? It is not over. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Can I speak to somebody tonight? God is not a man that he can lie. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Can I speak to somebody tonight? Pray again. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The Bible says the same David, he then took 600 men. After he had inquired of the Lord, and he said to the Lord, Shall I pursue this man? We have come in my absence, in my camp, and looted everything. And the Bible says, The Lord said to David, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake and recover Tonight is your night of recovery. Whatever the enemy has stolen from your life, can I announce tonight, it is your night of recovery. There is a God in heaven who restores everything that the enemy has stolen from your life. David pursued, and David overtook, and David recovered all. May that be the same story of your life. Amen. I said, may that be the same story of your life. Amen. I said, may that be the story of your life. Amen. When God renews our strength, there are a number of things that happen. Can I give them to you quickly? Yes. Number one, when God renews your strength, he, reign- he reignites your fire or passion for him. Mm. When there is a renewal of strength in your life, your fire 
for God is reignited. Hallelujah. Somebody hear me say, I hear you. Luke chapter 24 verse 32. Luke 24 verse 32, the Bible says, And they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us? While he spoke to us, by the way, while he opened to us the scriptures, these are the two men on the way to Emmaus. Did not our hearts burn within us? Hiya, hiya. What is that, ladies and gentlemen? That is passion for God. Have you ever realized that some people are indifferent to the things of God? Have you ever realized that some people think that you are wasting time when you are at a watch night like what you are doing tonight? Have you ever realized some people doubt the very book you treasure, which is the Bible? Have you ever realized some people think you are being cheated when you are bringing offerings and tithes to the house of God? Why? Because they have no love for God. But you should be such a person whose passion for God has been reignited. Hallelujah. Your heart must bear as you open the scripture to you. Amen. Your heart must bear. Amen. You must be on fire Amen. as God renews your strength. Amen. Number two, what happens when God renews your strength? He strengthens your faith. Mm. When God renews your strength, your faith is strengthened. You believed in him in a way that is different. These men were in doubt about the resurrection of Christ. But when they communed with Christ Jesus on their way to Emmaus, the Bible says this. Straight away, Jesus said to them, Oh, you fools, slow of heart to believe. But after it departed, the Bible says straight away, they, they returned and went back to Jerusalem. Yeah. Their faith had been strengthened. Yeah. May your faith not fail. Amen. I said, may your faith not fail. Amen. I said, may your faith not fail. Amen. I said, may your faith not fail. Amen. You know what has been my prayer tonight, Pastor? Is this? Hey, this this week, this week. This is a strange prayer, actually. This is how it goes. I would rather die believing God than live not believing Him. All right. Yeah. The Bible says these all died in faith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, a yes. strange prayer. Oh, yes. yeah. This has been my prayer this week. I would rather die believing you mm. than live in doubt of you. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. When your strength is renewed, yeah. your faith rises to a whole new level. Yeah. Well, Number three. Yeah. What happens when God renews your strength? He releases a word. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 30, verse number 8. David inquired the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue. Thou shalt surely overtake them, and surely without fail recover all. Yeah. After God, it is spoken like that. His strength was renewed. Yeah. Last Sunday, not this Sunday, the previous when church, after worshiping, mm. nice as we just do it, mm. I felt a little word being renewed received, received in my spirit. Mm. And I said, this coming week, God will surprise somebody. Mm. This coming week, God will surprise somebody. Mm. Like what if a good preacher who hears from God will say, <laughs> and people, some people will be dozing in the morning, what is it? <laughs> That's it. God will surprise somebody. <coughs> when God so I woke up early in the morning on Sunday morning at 3 a.m. I was praying. 
just praying three, four, five, six, around seven o'clock. I said, God, I wonder who is it that you surprised this week? Yeah. We went to church this Sunday, was in church, preached and did everything we enjoyed. As we were closing the church and we were picking our equipment, a certain sister lifted up and said, Pastor, before we go home, can I testify? Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> say testify. Mm. Yeah. Come on, say testify. testify. She said, last week you said, this week God will surprise somebody. Mm. I said, yes. Mm. And you say, she said this, I had approached my boss at work. And said, can I have a salary increment? Mm -hmm. And I literally told him, can I, can I receive this? Mm -hmm. She says, I even gave him my reasons why I'm supposed to receive this amount of money mm -hmm. as my salary. Mm -hmm. She says, I'll, she said, I'll come back to you. Mm -hmm. He says, but this week he came back to me and he said, you asked for this amount. Mm -hmm. But I think you are worth much more than that. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. He said, your position is this. But I think it should be changed to this. Hallelujah. He said, Pastor, what a surprise. I expected him to negotiate my, my salary increment downwards, but he upgraded it. God encouraged me. Yes. Why? Because a word yet been released. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. You see, when God, when God releases a word, it strengthens you. It renews you. Yes. Remember when I came back, I said, Lord, amen. this week, amen. I will not rest calling upon your name. Amen. I started to pray. Amen. And I have been praying. Amen. And I have been praying. May your prayer life ex exper experience a transformation. Amen. Number four, when God renews your strength, he gives you divine direction. Yeah. David knew what to do, pursue the Amalekites. Mm. The two men to a mouse knew what to do, go back to Jerusalem. Number five, when God renews your strength, he gives you unusual testimony. Mm. Unusual testimonies. God will do that which will blow your mind. That which is unbelievable. What a testimony that this guy is carried back from a mouse back to Jerusalem. When God renews your strength, number six, he gives you divine vision. Shout vision. Shout vision. Vision. Come on, shout vision. vision. Don't sleep on me. Come on, say vision. Vision. Hallelujah. Amen. When God strengthens you, the Bible says here, they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew this. They will mount up on wings like what? Eagles. Now, one of the things that is amazing about an eagle, an eagle is an animal of amazing vision. Yes. It can see things that are as far as three kilometers away. Yeah. 3K away, it can see it. From three kilometers, it can see a rat or a mouse. And it can charge and pick it up. Mm. That is the amazing power of the vision that we see in an eagle. When God renews the strength, you receive a new vision. You begin to see things differently. Mm. Your future becomes different. Your tomorrow becomes different. Your next year becomes different. God gives you a new set of life. You know David at this particular time, he was looking at his camp when the Amalekites had plundered it and they had burned it with fire. He had a vision of loss and everybody was weeping. But when David 
had inquired of the Lord, he had a new vision. Yes. This was the vision of pursuing. This was the vision of recovering and recovering everything. Amen. May you receive new vision tonight. Amen. I said, may you receive new vision tonight. Amen. May you receive new vision tonight. Amen. Listen to me, people of God. Vision simply means see. What do you see? What do you see? Everybody has good eyes. But what do you see? What do you see about this church? What do you see about your family? What do you see about your career? What do you see about your ministry? What is your vision? Vision is what keeps you going. In fact, what you realize from the scripture is this. Any man whom God wanted to change their life, he never took them to Bible school. He caused them to see something. Oh, well, I've been to Bible school. Hallelujah. Well, I have been to Bible school. But this is what is amazing. He caused them to see something different. When God was calling Abraham, do you know what he did? He said, I come with me. I will show you a place. Lift up your eyes. What do you see? And he changed his life. When, when Elisha was talking to Elijah and Elijah is about to go, he said, now I'm about to go. Ask me, what do you want from me? He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. And this is the reply of Elijah to Elijah. You have asked a hard thing. Listen to me, people of God. Your prayers must not be casual. Yeah. You must pray prayers that when they are answered, people simply say, mm, we know you all. This is God, oh, this is God, oh. They must be able to see it when your prayers are getting answered. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. This is the story of Elijah and Elijah. He says, you know what? I am a prophet. Yeah. But what you have asked the man, it yeah. is a hard thing. Yeah. But this is what he said to him. But if you see me, yeah. if you see me, vision, you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. The difference in your prayers being answered is what do you see? There are three kinds of visions. Number one, it is natural vision. Say natural vision. What you see with your eyes. You know what I said to my wife? I said, you know, it's good that we are going to to working gym. Because we'll see things in the natural. And we'll copy things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I have an amen today? Amen. Listen to what they to what Solomon says in Proverbs 24, verse 30. I went by the field of the slothful, and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. <laughs> Look at the preacher. You see, Solomon did not know how to become poor. <laughs> the pathway that leads to poverty, he was ignorant of it. Yeah. <laughs> if you ask him for the address to where poverty is, he did not know. His father was a king. When he died, he lived him a huge sum of money. Yeah. And he increased in wealth tremendously. Yeah. He did not know how to become poor. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. May that be your story in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Come on, you need to say a good amen to that yeah. one. May that be your story in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, Solomon then says, I went by the field of the one 
lazy. Yeah. And when I approached, listen to what he says in verse number 32. Yeah. I saw vision. I considered it well. I looked upon it and I received instruction. Verse 31 says, Lo, it was all grown over with thorns and mistles and covered the face thereof. And stones thereof were broken down. Yeah. And verse number 33 he then says, Yet a little sleep, sleep. a little slumber. Yeah. This is the pathway to poverty. <laughs> Not too much. Little. Yeah. When the preacher is preaching, when it is about to become a meal, we are just about an hour from midnight, a little sleep. Yeah. The revelation that will bring you to prosperity will escape you. A little slumber, a little folding of the hands. Yeah. Yeah. So will your poverty come. <laughs> like a traveler from a faraway place. <laughs> oh, the word is sweet. Oh. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> this, now, this is what Paul says. He says, listen to me, Paul. Paul says, this Solomon says, says, he says this. As I was walking, I needed to understand how to be poor. So I saw I had a natural vision. He approached a field of somebody who is a poor person. He said, when I saw, I received understanding. A little sleep. A little slumber. A little folding of the words. So shall your poverty come. Like a traveler. From a far away place. And thy want shall be an armed man. He is giving us an understanding here that when poverty grips you, it will be difficult to let go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, those who understand, say amen. amen. Those who understand, say amen. amen. Now, this is what I want you to understand. This. When you see with your natural eye, receive understanding. Receive understanding. Now, I don't know how to fix an eye. I don't understand. I don't know how to fix an iron myself. I don't understand how to fix an iron. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't understand how to fix an iron. Do you know what? Because I've never been around anyone who has been fixing an iron. So, if I have a problem with an iron, I don't know what to do with it. But somebody, we have received a vision and you have seen somebody fixing an iron while you are there, you can fix it again. Yeah. It is a natural vision. Yeah. Now, when you see things in the natural, don't just criticize, receive instruction. Uh -huh. Say instruction. Hallelujah. In your marriage, when you see those who love each other, receive instruction. Hallelujah. Don't criticize. They are too feely, feely, touchy, touchy. <laughs> Come on, receive <laughs> instruction. <laughs> Where's my hand in there? Go walking around and say, oh, I'm living there, the only one who are married. What you discovered love. We love each other. No, no. Receive instruction. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm preaching good. Yes, you are. You know what, people? In life, there are three kinds of people. Number one, they are teachers. Your teachers, teachers give you general knowledge about everything. Yeah. You remember when you went to year one or year six or year seven, they were teaching you geography, agriculture, mathematics, history. Everything was in there. They are teachers. 
Yeah. <laughs> but when you grew up, you went to college. Yeah. When you went to college, you met lecturers. <laughs> lecturers give specific knowledge in a specific field. Yeah. Microbiology. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen today? Microprocessor. Hallelujah. Now you realize this is particular in a particular what? Field. Now there is the higher form which is called instructors. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> instructors. Now, let me understand something. Lecturers will give you something. What brought the end to the Second World War? Discuss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it what your lecturers told you when you're doing history? So you begin to write this and this and this and bring your opinion and you discuss and you argue and we even call it defending my thesis. Yeah. Isn't it so? Yeah. That's a lecture. But instructors are not like that. Yeah. <laughs> instructors, when they are instructing you, your opinion is not required. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? amen. This, is what, this is what Solomon said here. When I looked, I received instruction. Yeah. I might not know how is it that when I take ten out of the nine, one out of the ten, which is called the tithe, how come the nine will go further than the ten? Which I can't understand it. Your opinion is not required. Receive instruction. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me, let, let, let me use this one. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, yes, 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 yes. Thank you for this. They tried, eh? Clap your for your pastor. <laughs> Just to take someone. When you see somebody, when you see somebody doing something, don't argue and criticize. Mm -hmm. Receive what? Instruction. Mm -hmm. There is a movie. I realize, I think this is the second time I've referenced a movie. It says something special about here in my preaching. There is a movie called The Pursuit of Happiness. Mm -hmm. In this movie called The Pursuit of Happiness, somebody saw somebody driving a very beautiful car. I think it should have been a Ferrari. And he looked at the Ferrari. He looked at it again. He did not simply say, oh, these are thieves. These are thieves. They are profiting from our life, from our sweat. These are thieves. We know them. They are drug dealers. No, no, no. He approached the driver and he said, say, how can I drive a car like yours? Hallelujah. And the driver said that I work over there. He received what? Instruction. And he says, what do you do? And he then told him, what he says, can you teach me? And he started to work small, small, until he was able to buy a Ferrari. He received instruction. When we come into the house of God, many of us, we make the problem that we think what is contained in the word of God is for discussion. Hallelujah. Your pastor is not a lecturer. Leave that Washington University. No, 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 no. Research Institute. Yeah. Here we receive instruction. Yeah. 
I cannot understand. How can I spray? You don't understand it. I don't understand it. For five hours and things change. Listen, I don't understand. My opinion is not required. But this is an instruction from the scripture. It works and we must do it. And you must do it. And things will turn around in your life. Receive instruction. That's a natural vision. Second level of vision that you find when God reveals to you when your strength is renewed. It is mend of vision. Say mend of vision. Say mend of vision. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 14. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 14. The wise man's eyes are in his hand. Hallelujah. The wise man's eyes are where? In his hand. Hallelujah. This is the this is the vision, this insight that we receive by going to school, by reading books, by exercising our minds. Genesis chapter eleven, verse number six. The Lord said, "Behold, the people is one, and they have one language, and they have begin, and this they have begin to do. Nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Your mind." Sees far than your natural eye. Amen. Amen. Number three, the third level of vision is spiritual vision. Joel 2, verse 28. I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters, they shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 9. But as it is written, the eye has not seen, Hallelujah. the ear has not heard, neither has it entered to the heart of man Amen. the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Mm. Oh, listen verse number 10. But God has revealed them unto us oh, yes. by his spirit. Oh, yes. By his spirit. Mm. Listen to me, people of God. Your spirit man is good eyes. When you read it, I think the book of Luke chapter number 16, is about the rich man and Lazarus. Scripture says when they died, the rich man, when he went to hell, he lifted up his eyes and saw with what was he seeing. His body, they had buried it or they had criminated it, but somehow, somehow he was seeing. Why? Because the eyes of the spirit were still there. Yeah. yeah. Spiritual vision is above every other vision. Yeah. When the strength is renewed, you begin to see things differently yeah. with the eyes of your spirit. Amen. Amen. May that be the story of your life. Amen. I said, may that be the story of your life. Amen. May God renew your strength Amen. so that you have uncommon testimony. Amen. May God renew your strength Amen. so that you'll be able to see in the realm of the spirit. Amen. May the Lord renew your strength so that you might become robust in faith. May God renew your strength so that, ladies and gentlemen, your testimony might cause others to desire to know God. Amen. You know, one thing that I realized, Pastor, is that faith is amazing. In order for you to believe God, Really believe God, you must have some kind of madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, you see, we intellectuals, we struggle with that. Yeah. Mm. Even 
said, when you're praying for us to get filled with the Holy Spirit, we are trying to reason. So why will he be sitting? On the bridge? In my chest? Where exactly? Above the day from you. You see, we have a God biological. Hallelujah. Now, you see, madness, it simply, now listen to me, people of God. Madness, it means beyond the levels of reasoning. Yes. That's the best definition of madness. Now, listen, now Jesus stands up and he simply says that I'm going, I'm going to my father. Where? Up there in Pluto. Up there in Venus. He's pointing somewhere. And that's says, what? This guy, what is he talking about? You have some kind of madness in you to believe. Yes. your professor when you try to tell him this disease he began to tell him listen let me tell you about this disease how it's a virus how it changes and yeah. metamorphosizes and whatever and whatever and at the end of the day he told him no, no no my god with god all things are, how will you do it i don't know but i believe <laughs> you are mad yeah. that's what takes you to be a man of faith yeah. you have to take him at his word can you imagine Jesus telling them, I'm building your house, mm. and I'll come and take you there? No wonder when Peter, the Bible says, when Jesus told them, Peter took him aside and he began to rebuke Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, shut up. Jesus, shut up. Hallelujah. But God has to renew your strength. That in places where others are not believing him, may you believe him. In other places where people don't have hope in him, may you have what? Hope in him. Now, what must we do, therefore? What must we do, therefore, in this place of renewing our strength? Hopefully, I'll pray. I'll close this in the next 20 minutes. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord, we must wait upon the Lord. What are we talking about? We must be men and women who are given to prayer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Listen to me very carefully. Everything in your life might fail, but not your prayer life. Mm. Don't allow your prayer life to fail. Amen. <laughs> Listen to me, people of God. Prayer is one of the most valuable things that God has delivered to us as believers. Prayer is one of the most valuable things that God has given to us as believers. We must therefore treasure it. Now, anything that you treasure, anything that you regard as, as of great importance in your life, you give it top priority. Yeah. You will give it your maximum effort. You will give it lots of time. Mm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. This week, I've been praying an average of five hours a day. Just to challenge somebody. An average of five hours a day. Because I realize that everything else in my life does not matter. It might fail. There are other things that I might fail to do, but this thing called prayer, I must make sure that I excel in it. Amen. I must make sure I excel in it. Yeah. Now, let me show you something, ladies and gentlemen. One of the tragedies of our life is this. 
of our generation is this. We value many other things and we fail to value prayer. Now the Bible says, Pastor, is there any among us too who is in trouble? Let him call the pastor for counseling session. No, 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 Is there anyone who is in trouble with his finances? Let him approach the bank to receive a loan. The Bible says, is any among us who is in trouble? Let him what? Pray. Now, let me show you that we don't value prayer. If I pull out 10,000 euros and I give it to my brother here, and I say, take it home, it is yours. You are very on. Spend it on whatever you want. No questions asked. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine. You, just, you say thank you, Pastor. Now, as I'm preaching, his amen will be the loudest. As I'm preaching. After the service, you come back and say thank you, Pastor. Yeah. You roll on the floor and you say thank you, Pastor, man of God. When he's going home, you will see me telling everybody, come and see a man of God. <laughs> All other people are not, and this one is anointed. Yeah. Next week, you'll be testifying in church. I saw a man of God. God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Why? Because I gave you 10,000 euros. <laughs> but if I say I'll pray for you, you say thanks. <laughs> you put on one hand prayer and on another hand 10,000 euros what we value is the 10,000 euros instead of prayer but what can get us more than the 10,000 euros the man we so much think is important it is prayer we need to become men and women who understand the power of prayer and value it in our lives. Invest in getting time before the presence of the Lord so that our strength is renewed. Give it maximum attention. Don't neglect that which is valuable to you. Amen. You know, one thing that has shocked me in life is this. Access to those who are important is always controlled. I'll repeat again. Access to those who are important is always controlled. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Now, you wake up and you say, you, you, you go in tomorrow and somebody says, no, I, I want to see the prime minister, I want to bring them, and you just go and knock on the door. No, 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 no. no. Mm. There are six secretaries, mm. six PAs, that you have to pass through, you have to book an appointment. They have to vet you. What do you want to see? They have to search you. Can you? They, they control the access. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because they are important people. Yeah. No wonder why at that particular time when the, when, when the children wanted to see Jesus, the Bible says, the disciples even says, hey, get away, get away, get away. He's an important person. We must yeah. control the access. Yeah. Can I have an amen today? Amen. Can I have an amen today? Amen. You remember that woman when she came in and she was crying, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come. You may. Somebody said, there was a, send her away. She's disturbing the prophetic protocol. Send her away. Send her away. Send her away. Access to those that are important is what? Control. No wonder why even some of us pastors, when we think we are important. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You begin to see some bodyguards around us because access to those, even those who think they are important, it is control. Yeah. Just wake up tomorrow and you go to, to DC and say, I want to see Donald Trump. Well, this is when I'm ready to see Donald Trump. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Really? You? <laughs> access to those who are important, it is what? Control. Because access is power. 
gentlemen. We as believers, we have 24 hour access. Not to the president of America, not to the king of the Netherlands, not to the president of the EU, not to the president of some African nation. To the king of kings and lord of lords. But we treat it lightly. We don't maximize the moment. We don't wait upon him. He says, oh Lord, it's me again. Okay. I have come. No wonder why David would write and he would say that even the sparrow, he found a place. That is the even a bed shall a bed find itself to lay its legs in the presence of God. But men of us, when we talk about intimacy of God, when we talk about prayer, we think it is a waste of time. After yeah. 10 minutes, we are checking your time. Oh. When was this watch? Half night? I thought he said We must be going up. 12 midnight, I must be in my blankets. <laughs> Don't they know that it is now almost winter here? Hallelujah. <laughs> but we are accessing the King of Kings. Hey. We must maximize the moment. Mm. Mm. I wish you could understand this revelation. I wish, I wish you could understand. Do you know that when Esther wanted to approach the king, who happened to be her husband, she had to fast sharp for three days. <laughs> because he was an important person. Yeah. But listen, the creator of the husband of Esther, the king, God of the heavens, has invited you and I to come 24-7 before his presence. And yet, Seven days a week, you are not located in the closet. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. Do you know that when Joseph was called to appear before Pharaoh, Genesis chapter 41, verse 14, Scripture says he removed his goatee. He shaved himself. He knew I'm appearing before an important person. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Ah, how much more of us? That's why when Paul is writing, he says, Let us therefore come boldly, Yakadia before the throne of grace to collect grace. To help in the time of need. Hey, my brother, there are times of need where you will need the grace of God. Therefore, you must come boldly before the throne of grace and say, Father, I've come to collect my grace. Oh, you must prioritize prayer. You must prioritize prayer. Recently, about uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago in Zim, we're in Zimbabwe and uh, we're doing some project. And I, as we're funding this project, we're at the time when I really wanted some money. And, and someone was owing money and then my, my wife says, call these people. Call him, call him. Call him, call him, call him, call him, call him. I says, ah, no, I can't call them. I can't call them. I can't call them. And guess what did I do? I, I then walk up on and I says, I feel like praying. He says, yeah, you can pray, that's fine. I says, no, I feel like praying for 24 hours in tongues. Wow. And she says, okay, go ahead. I says, no, not with these kids. When I'm in this bedroom, I can't do that. 
Hallelujah. So guess what I left all? Check the telology. And when Kondo Koskiri Egedea Kaskiria paid money to go Rondo Koskiri Egedea paid money to babble in tongues for 24 hours. Not because I did not have comfortable blankets. Ah, or a warm wife. No, 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 no. But that I may babble in tongues. <laughs> Can I have an amen, church? Can I have an amen, church? Why? Because it is important to me to be in his presence. I remember when I came there, when I came, I said, no, call this man. I said, no, I can't call him. Let me call this one. So I called another person and said, hello. I wanted to ask something from it. And as the other person was, was, was answering the phone, that other person, whom I was refusing to call, took hold of that phone and simply says, Pastor, we have your money. Can I, how can we get it to you? I said, no, I'm not calling you. Hey. I said, no, get it through. Yeah. Hallelujah. We need to understand the power of talking to God. Of talking to who? To God. Do you know that the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ did not start in a seminary? Started in prayer. That's how it must be like. That's how it must be like what? Like that. Listen to me, people of God. When we pray, it is not because God does not know what you need. Scripture says, before they call, I will answer. He is the all-knowing God. He is the all-seeing God. How can now you see some of us we think when we are praying, we are talking, trying to talk God into a mood to answer us? <laughs> Seems like God is not in the mood. You know the mood here. Yeah. So the mood is bad, you know. <laughs> but listen to me, people of God. Before you call, he knows. Yes. Yes. No wonder why there's some strange scriptures which are like this, which go like this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things that you pray for, many of us we pray for, will be added to you. Because he knows. The Bible says, God, Jesus himself says, for the heavens know, for the heavens think, look after all these things and your heavenly father knows it. Yeah. But God wants us to pray. Yes. Mainly for fellowship, waiting upon the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, when we pray, ladies and gentlemen, we are creating a heavenly atmosphere. Say heavenly atmosphere. Heavenly atmosphere. I have a friend, a pastor friend. We speak a lot. Sometimes we suspect our wives are, je are jealous of uh, Sometimes. <laughs> because sometimes when we speak at least once every two days. But sometimes twice in a day. And the phone call can be as long as 30 minutes. Even sometimes an hour. True story. Very true story. All my stories are true. If they are not, I'll tell you this one is not true. <laughs> this one is very true. But one other thing with this friend of mine which we do is this. Whenever we talk, we challenge each other about prayer. Mm. And when you pray one hour, we laugh. <laughs> we simply 
said, you, you are a pastor. You are praying one hour. <laughs> what would the congregants do? <laughs> All your congregants are in trouble, I tell you. Are they in trouble? <laughs> you, the pastor, you are praying one hour. <laughs> this is our friendship. Mm. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, this is what happens with my friend. So we, we have given ourselves, listen, we must, as, as pastors, this is the minimum we must pray is three hours. We must make sure that we strive to do that. At least at least three hours. So that uh, the congregants will do one hour. The leaders will do two hours. We, the pastors, will do three hours. <laughs> this is what happened. He, he was changed his duty station where he was working and he was working from one, 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 part, of, uh, one part of town. Now in this, in this, in this city where he was working um, just a few months ago, the people there, they love beer. <coughs> Hallelujah. Those guys, they can come to work stone drunk. The situation is so bad that the organization put uh, an automated uh, breathalyzer at the entrance. <laughs> True story. So that as you are entering the princes, they detect, are you drunk or not? <laughs> The devil is a very big devil. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you are believing in heaven, ladies and gentlemen, the devil is real, I tell you. <laughs> so he gets there. He gets there. So as he getting into the premises, the machine goes, ta -ta 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 and they pull him aside. They said, what's the problem? They says, that's a breathalyzer. You must be drunk, sir. <laughs> Shy. He says, hey, I am a reverend. <laughs> that says, oh, maybe it was Holy Communion. We need to check you. <laughs> so they checked him. And they realized he's sober. And he says, man, there's something wrong with the machine. Yeah. <laughs> he comes back another day. As he goes through the gates, <laughs> the machine goes in. And he laughed and he says, I told you guys. There is something wrong with your machine. They said, Reverend, we must check you. So they checked him. They said, you are sober, Reverend. So he was thinking about this thing. And he then realized that each time he meets his quota of praying three hours in the morning, when he gets through the gates, the machine goes, zing, 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 zing. So he decided to put a test to it. So he woke up in the morning, 3 o'clock, he prayed up to 6 a.m. and he got there. When he was passing through, true, the machine went in, zing, 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 zing. And they all laughed and he checked and realized he was sober. This is what was happening. Because he had been in the presence of God. There is something of God which is upon him. Because that which is of God is upon him. It causes even the machine to lose its bearings. Yeah. The heavenly atmosphere. Ah, it is foreign to this earthly machine. He is too drunk in the Holy Ghost. That the machine loses all its calibration. Pastor. <laughs> 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 One of the things we moved up today was the day today. Seven. Five. Oh, okay. In three days' time, it will mark my two years in Netherlands. Now, exactly two years in Netherlands. Now, one of the things that shocked us when we moved to our apartment last year is we found that in the apartments there were rats. 
Mice. I looked. I said, I left my country. <laughs> Netherlands looks better than my country. I did not have rats and mice in my home back then. But yeah, I see rats. I remember I phoned somebody. I said, Can you get this one? Mouse bait. No, mouse bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a special one. So I bought three of them. I placed them one near the microwave. Would tide and close everything up. Uh, we'll catch one tonight. After two days, another one there. After three days, another one there. But they kept on coming. We closed every wall that we could imagine, but they kept on coming. When you woke up in the night and you walk in the room, you would even bump into some of them. They were just rats. You can imagine this. Yeah. So I set all my traps, three of them strategic places. <laughs> <laughs> then one day, it was in the morning, I was praying. Do you know there are times when you pray, it's like, you, you see those are, what do you call it, those are haulage uh, trucks. Yeah. When they are changing gears, Korean Gondongora Baba, Shikatariya Kedavakara, Dingandariya Kondoroko Sakadaya Gara, Shikatana, you are shifting things in the spirit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you need to learn not to pray some. Uh, what do you can I say? What do I say? Some smart prayers. No, 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 no. You need to have some roughness in you. Hi. Hey. So I pray my tongues in Gindon, Gongongori, and Gondaman, Gandhi. Sometimes you think it's ringing a bell, Gondo, 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 Gondo. Sometimes it's like a dynamite. Gia, Kurumaka, Shaka, never. Ring, Don't, 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 Shaka. One hour. Two hours. I'm going on. After hours, I end up, I'm sitting on my chair in the sitting room. I'm praying in the morning. And then my. And as I'm sitting on my chair and praying, they came a rat. <laughs> <laughs> the devil is a bad devil, I tell you. <laughs> right in the dining room, ran across and stood about a meter and a half. But I did not stop to interpret my tongues. I just went in God Closed my eyes, continued to pray, opened them, it was still there. <laughs> then my daughter, the little girl, she's three now, she came and says, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. So I'm sitting on the chair and she looked at me, I'm praying. I'm still praying in tongues. And she see that red is there. I said, that's all right. Touch it. Kick it. She says, no, don't want daddy. She's extremely scared. I said, no, it doesn't bite. Go ahead. She says, no. So she moved a little bit. It was too stationary. She moved a little bit. It was too stationary. She moved a little bit. It was too stationary. I says, ah, oh, daddy, it's not running away. <laughs> when I stood up from my chair, true story. All my stories are true. <laughs> I stood from where I was, moved towards the red, until I was very close and it was still there. 
I moved it with my leg and I realized it was already dead. <laughs> that was the last time we saw rats in our home. Satanic rats. I know you are an intellectual, you are trying to explain it. Listen, it was satanic. A heavenly atmosphere brought that nonsense to your stop. Not in my home. There are rats send from hell that have been feasting on your promises feasting on your relationship feasting on your marriage feasting on your career feasting on your promotion feasting on your ministry but as you learn to wait upon the Lord ah, and you pray some heavy tongues that will be that end to that nonsense in your life Listen to me, of God. We need to wait upon the Lord aggressively. 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 We need to treasure, upgrade yourself in terms of a prayer life. I'm giving you a challenge this evening. If you have been praying one hour, I challenge you to pray two hours. If you have been praying for 30 minutes, I challenge you to pray for one hour. If you have been praying for three hours, I challenge you to pray for six hours every day. Listen to me, people of God. One of the greatest things you can have in your life, it is a strong prayer life. Everything else might fail, but you must not fail in prayer. Everything else might not be working in your life, but prayer must be working. Everything else might be missing in your life, but prayer must always be there. You must be strong in prayer. Listen to me, people of God. There are many places where we want God to take us. Our education will be limited. Our background can limit us. Our knowledge can limit us. Our experiences can limit us. Even our parents and our ancestral spirits and demonic forces can limit us. What we need is to engage the God of heaven. Amen. Amen. Engage the God of heaven. Amen. Engage the God of heaven. Engage the God of heaven. Engage the God of heaven. And break invisible barriers in your life. They that wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. <laughs> the Bible says concerning Elijah, when he is on top of a mountain, he tells Ab, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. But before that had happened, the Bible says he had gotten down on his knees and he had tried, he was calling upon the name of the Lord. As he was calling upon the name of the Lord, he told his servant, go and check. And the servant read. You have been praying in February and you checked there was nothing. You have been praying in March and you checked there was nothing. You have been praying last year and you checked there was nothing. But I give you a word, the same word that was upon Elijah. You need to go down on your knees and pray again. The Bible says until the seventh time. He simply rose up and he says, I see the cloud 
a size of a man's hand. There is a little, a little cloud that I can see. Elijah said, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. Go and tell Ab, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Hey, don't tell him I see a small cloud. Tell him I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Oh, yes. My gosh. The Bible says, he told the air, go on top of your horse. Rain is coming. Rain is coming. Rain is coming. Get on top of your horse. Rain is coming. The Bible says, an air went on top of his horse. Can I say to us, ladies and gentlemen, the horses of Ahab were like the presidential church of the day. They were the best in Israel. They were the best in Israel. But Elijah was left in the mountain. And he has been in prayer. But Ab has gone ahead of him. The Bible says, you see the strange life of a prayer person. The Bible says, Elijah, he tagged his jacket in age. The hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And when the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, the Bible says he began to run. And he overtook the man that was on a horse. And he was found at Jezreel waiting for Ahab who had the horses. The one who had the speed train. The one who had the best machinery in Israel was overtaken by the one who was on foot. Why? Because advantage was in prayer. He knew how to renew his strength. When he was tired, the Lord was renewing him. The Lord was renewing. So that those that had gone ahead, he could overtake them. Who are those that have gone ahead of you? Who are those that have gone ahead of you? In what way do you think he have been left behind? In what way do you think he have been delayed? I stand this morning to announce to you, there will be no more delay if you know how to renew your strength in prayer. The hand of the Lord. 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 The hand of the Lord, the of the Lord will cause you to overtake and to recover all. Stand on your feet I don't want you to be diplomatic in your praying. I don't want you to be casual in your praying. I don't want you to be business as usual in your praying. But I want you to be aggressive, aggressive in your prayer. Aggressive in your prayer. Aggressive in your prayer. Aggressive in your prayer. Come on, 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 come on. We need to activate certain things tonight. As you call upon the name of the Lord. As you call upon the name of the Lord. Higher, 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 higher. Don't be diplomatic about lift up your voice. Cry out to him like a trumpet. Then get away. I can't hear you, church. I can't hear you, church. I can't hear you, church. Man, there you go now. Get away. Get away. Get away. Get away. Get away. Get away. Rigodoya. 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 Man, get away. 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 Get away
towards heaven want to pray against every spirit of delay there are things that the heavens have released to you many days ago many years ago but you have not seen the manifesting but watch this last three months as you pray you will see the manifestation there. the prayer of Daniel was answered on the first day but it only manifested after 21 days I want you to lift up your voice, say, Father, Father in, the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit, hindering my promise. I come against every form of delay in my life. Lift up your voice and pray. Every spirit of delay, every spirit of delay, every spirit of delay, every spirit of delay. Magadea, 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 Rigodoya Baba, Shaman and Delia Kodaba, Rigodo, Magadea, Kakaraba, Shabakadea, Rigadea, 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 Matea Karaba, Shama, Shama. Oh, my God. 
name of Jesus we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hands. Say with me, Father, Father I come against, I come against, against every, invisible every invisible barrier. Every invisible barrier. Limiting me. Limiting me. Limiting my family. Limiting my family. Limiting my ministry. Limiting my ministry. Limiting my church. Limiting my church. You are falling. You are falling right now. Right now, the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus is against you. Is against you. I mount. I mount on eagle's wings. On eagle's wings. I'm flying. I'm flying into my promise. Into my promise. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Every visible area. Every visible area. Every invisible times more as you are this day. Amen. Lift up your hands towards heaven. I want us to pray for the blessing of a thousand times more. Say with me, Father, Father make me a thousand times more. Make me a thousand times more. In my knowledge of you. In my knowledge of you. In my knowledge of your word. In my knowledge of your word. In my fruitfulness in ministry. In my fruitfulness in ministry. This church. This church. Make it. Make it a thousand times more. A thousand times more. In attendance. In attendance. In influence. In influence. Father. Father. Make me. 
Make me a thousand times more, thousand times more. In, resources. in resources in Jesus' mighty name. Lift up your voice, pray for the blessing of a thousand. Make me a thousand times more, a thousand times more in your anointing, a thousand times more in your influence, a thousand times more in your sight of my church. Jesus Christ. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and his disciples believed on him. I've been asking God for a miracle for each and everybody here the whole day today. I want you to pray for a miraculous testimony that will cause men and women to believe in your God. Amen. Lift up your hands towards heaven. Whatever you can imagine, whatever you can think, if you can't imagine or think it, I just want you to just see yourself being surprised by God. Say with me, Father! Father! Tonight! Tonight! Perform a miracle! Perform a miracle! In my life! In my life! From which? From which I will not recover. I will not recover. Do a miracle. Do a miracle. Do a miracle. Do a miracle. In my life. In my life. That they may believe. That they may believe. You are real, my God. You are real, my God. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Mama, she can't even 
for you tonight. Father, an atmosphere of miracles is this atmosphere. Lord, I ask you, Lord, grant jobs to those that need jobs. Elevation to those that need elevation. Healing to those that need healing. I rebuke every form of sickness. This far you have come, but no further. This come, this far you have afflicted God's people, but no more. This far you have tormented God's people, but no more. I put an end to every form of affliction. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. I uproot every sickness. I curse it from its roots. I render it powerless. In Jesus' name, build, 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 Put a smile upon somebody. Yes. And supernaturally they will experience yes. your provision. Yes. In Jesus' name, yes. I break every bondage of debt. Yes. Anyone who is under the yoke of debt, yes. heavy debt, Father, I break its back tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, you are free. Amen. Promotion, Lord, does not come from the east or from the west. It comes from you. I release elevations to Amen. For a long time you have been in the same place. Receive elevation tonight. Receive elevation tonight. Receive elevation tonight. Father, there are men who are here who need your help. Some of them are studying. Some of them, they are actually at a place where they don't know how to progress. Father, help them, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help them, Lord. Yes, Jesus. I see the hand of God resting upon those who are studying. There is divine help for you to excel. Receive the help of God tonight. Amen. Receive the help of God tonight. Amen. Receive the help of God tonight amen. in Jesus mighty name amen father thank you lord visit homes yes refresh marriages yes refresh marriages yes refresh marriages yes i prophesy an unending honeymoon in the name of upon Jesus. men and women that are here 
In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let our homes be sure to dwell in blessings. Yes, Lord. I arrest every demon causing disharmony in homes, disharmony in marriages, confusion among his couples. I break it all tonight. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the miracle of provision. Yes, Lord. Thank you for the miracle of preservation. Thank you for the miracle of longevity. Yes. Thank you for the gift of knowing you, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. We receive your revival. We receive the visitation of your spirit. We receive your instruction, O Lord. We receive revelation knowledge, O God. We give you glory. Lift up your hands. Begin to thank him tonight. Thank you tonight. Thank you tonight. Thank you. I said thank you. 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 Thank you tonight. Thank you tonight. Thank you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you tonight. Thank you tonight. Shakalaba. Masakalaba. Shakalaba. Listen to me. I see as it were pages turning. Mm. The Lord saying, I'm closing a chapter mm. and I'm opening a new chapter. Mm. The tears that you experienced yesterday mm. are in the last chapter. Mm. The pain, the groanings that you experienced in the past season are in the last chapter. Mm. I see a pain as it were writing a new chapter. Mm. And all that it is writing is testimony after testimony. Yeah. The tears of yesterday, you will not experience them today. Yeah. The Lord says, as I renew your strength, yes. get ready to testify. Yeah. As I renew your strength, get ready to tell others about my goodness. Yes. As I renew your strength, get ready for new levels. Thank you. They will say, who are these that fly? Like birds in the air. Who are these who know no limits? Who are these who know no boundaries? Who are these who are growing in leaps and bounds? And they will understand you have been waiting upon me and your strength has been renewed. Come on, give him thanks tonight in the name of Jesus. Give him thanks tonight.